So, uh, hi, and very welcome to this conversation about feminine leadership in Web3. My name is Åsa Jonsson, and I'm one of the co-founders of the Cora, an initiative that uh, is bringing in more of the feminine into Web3. And I'm here today with my two of my co-founder companions, Fanny Norlin and Fatih Hakim. And Fanny has explored the feminine from both a deep philosophical level and uh, very practically in leadership too. And she's also worked in tech for many years. And Fatih has uh, been in uh, Web3 for a very long time, both as an entrepreneur and as a consultant. And I was thinking maybe you want to say a few words about yourselves before we kick it off. Fanny, do you want to start? Sure. Uh, yeah, like Osa said, uh, my name is Fanny Norlin. Um, yeah, just been deeply interested in, in uh, I guess, both leadership and tech and, and the merge of them since a quite uh, young uh, age. And um, yeah, I think I'll get more into into kind of my, my perspectives uh, and such. But yeah, really, really happy to be here with the two of you. Thank you. I'll take over then. Uh, hi, guys. Thank you so much. I think this conversation is needed, uh, at least for me today. Uh, my name is Fatih uh, Hakim, as also already mentioned. Uh, I have been in the uh, Web3 or blockchain industry since 2014 as an investor, and then 2015 started consulting and uh, being part of um, different projects in different stages, uh, C-level, board member, uh, uh, founded myself, uh, two of them also, and all together maybe over 50 different uh, projects in every stage. And I'm happy to be here and share my perspective on why feminine leadership, <laughs> feminine is needed in Web3 uh, today. Mm, thank you. Yeah, this is going to be an exciting topic to explore with you. Um, shortly about my background, I'm um, uh, working with Foresight as a future strategist. And one of my areas is uh, the future of the internet. And in parallel with that, I've also explored feminine leadership for yeah, during the last uh, four years, both in my personal way of being and uh, also in how I lead teams. So, yeah, I think we make up a group with very diverse and interesting perspectives. So it's going to be great to massage this topic with you. Mm, and I yeah. think, yeah. <laughs> Agree on that. I just... Um, and I'm thinking to uh, get everyone to the same starting point, uh, I wanted to ask you, Fanny, if you could help us all understand, um, maybe by sharing some elements from your story, what this feminine that we're talking about, what it is and mm. how it's experienced. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like to start framing that question, I think that's like the the in, in like the one thing that's impossible in the world to like you know box in the feminine or say what what she is but uh, I, I think she can be painted with some with some strokes and I and I agree like you say it's nice to um yeah to like get a shared feeling or 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 flavor of it um what like yeah what our perspectives are gravitating around at least um but sure uh, I my background, I studied engineering and management and already at university, I got really, really into um, like um, complexity theory and like decentralized organizing, organic organizing, network based 
uh, organizing, you know, it has it has a lot of different um, names. Um, and now, uh, I mean, that was that was before um, you know blockchain really ex- exploded, and we started to understand also how you know how um, technology, different ways of building technology, like with with DAOs and everything, how we can also can organize network based. Um, but I mean, that kind of leadership or thinking has has been around, um, you know, for 20, 30 years. Um, and it started with me founding uh, two organizations myself and then just intuitively kind of thinking that there must be a better way of of getting people motivated and working together than these like super hierarchical traditional ways of working. Um, so I, I started experimenting with that a lot. And then I realized that there was like, you know, a whole field of of management and business theory and leadership practice um, around this and, and got really, really uh, passionate and nerdy uh, about it. Um, uh, did my master's thesis on it and then worked as a consultant for um, uh, for for several years within the realm of really like supporting the most um, progressive um, organizations and leaders within decentralized um, leadership or decentralized organizing. Um, and like uh, found it, but like found it really, really fascinating. And, but always felt that like, even if I was working with like the most progressive people and like really cool companies and initiatives that we weren't really, um, we weren't really getting there. Like there was something really important missing. I, I don't know. I just had this like intuitive sense that, and it, there was a lot of great practices and great ways of working, but it felt like that, like in, in practice, it, in the long run, it never really seemed, seemed to, to scale or, or work. Um, and then I think it was six years ago, uh, uh, my uh, then friend and, and mentor, Louise Alsen, um, asked me if I wanted um, to take her course that then was called the uh, Divine Eros and Pussy Power. Um, and I have no idea why I said yes to taking this course. Like I had not been thinking in terms of of uh, masculine and feminine and kind of with my like more queer background like I actually had a bit of an aversion to like splitting up uh, into masculine and feminine um but uh, uh for some reason I think like my body was drawn or something I, I said yes I, I yeah I still don't know why um and that was when I was introduced to to this another flavor or or more richness and fullness of the feminine and I was completely um blown away or like really um touched deeply touched by by how it kind of impacted me um as a woman as a person as a leader um and uh yeah and and when I when I um started um kind of embodying embodying and had kind of like a, an awakening or reawakening into back into my feminine um I also started to see how it's you know how it started impacting the masculine or uh or men or people in the masculine differently um and I just started realized that like yeah that we're so lost in in the we're lost so many important elements of the feminine and important elements of the masculine um and 
first I didn't understand it cognitively, but I just had this strong intuitive sense that like these aspects of the feminine that also then draw out other aspects of the masculine is really what is missing to be able to succeed um, in this this decentralized way of working. And I and and if like to answer your actual question, like what is this feminine then? Um, I think we like will need to spend more time exploring that. But if if I just share some some short words, both from kind of uh, Louisa's practice and from my own experience. So in Louisa's field, she calls it awakening feminine leadership. She talks about embodied uh, power, pleasure, and presence. And it's um, it's it's uh, of a, a feminine flavor that is deeply embodied that is deeply about really connecting to your to your life force to your um, to your power center like the lower part of your body um and uh, yeah it's it's um yeah it's it's an embodied uh feminine energy that comes from women moving from being outer directed trying to like please and fix uh, everyone else and going into being inner directed and kind of coming back into your body and back into your own desires and your own longings and your own um, center um, and 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 from there kind of connecting to to your own life force um, and, and 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 leading and acting from there and that it's precisely kind of this this life force that comes from the feminine that I believe is like the the attractional field and the guiding kind of power that we we organize around uh, and if that kind of life source or center is missing then decentralization won't work um, very well and it's it's a it's a big topic but just to get some get give some initial words to it. I think so much for that description, like both um, how we can maybe recognize uh, the feminine in ourselves and, and around us. And also like you open so many doors that I want to walk through. Uh, and um, yeah, among others, this that like it it is deeply connected to how we can decentralize more, which I think we should pick up and, and talk a little bit more about later in relation to Web3. Um, and and that I also think is a good segue over to Fati because you've been in in Web three for for a long time and uh, um, and and now quite recently have uh, experienced or um, gotten drawn into these perspectives about the feminine and I'm curious to hear what in your experiences uh, in working in in the blockchain and Web three world has made you curious um, and drawn to these perspectives uh, of the feminine that Fanny was sharing? Yes, um, very interesting, Fanny. Uh, I, I love always to listen to you when you're talking about this because it's every time it reminds me again, yes, that is the right way, right path to go. But um, I will also maybe start with a little bit of, of, of my background and how I came in there and what made me to feel drawn to it. Um, as I already shared before, I um, I started in uh, uh, in, in blockchain industry or uh, sector Web three sector, twenty fourteen. Just by coincidence, I uh, ended up uh, investing uh, in uh, Bitcoin, and then uh, had uh, after two weeks investing, a lot of people know this feeling uh, minus fifty two percent on my portfolio. <laughs> so it was not a good invest at that moment at that time. So that made me. Um, 
actually realize, okay, I invested in something that I didn't understand. Uh, but the person who started talking with me about uh, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin back then used a word that actually uh, made me invest back then, which was like decentralized and borderless. Uh, why borderless was for me at that time very important because I, <clears throat> from my fourth year uh, of my life, I basically crossed a lot of borders. Uh, I was, uh, uh, as an Afghan uh, refugee, was in a lot of different countries, crossing a lot of borders, and it was always a hustle. So that was basically my uh, my uh, most... Uh, most reason uh, or, or more most reasonable point of like why I invested back then like oh borderless something that everybody is equal everybody is like uh, and and also the decentralization like okay we are decentralized it's not somebody deciding over me it's like us as a community deciding for us that was something that was very important and back then I said like 52 minus 52% on my portfolio, I started really digging into blockchain and Web3. And thanks God I did that back then because then I realized how powerful this uh, this tool is. It is giving basically the power back to the people uh, in compared to what we are used to usually. And how naive I was back then, I thought like, okay, everybody who believes in uh, blockchain and Bitcoin uh, also believes in decentralization, believes in like, power back to the people, the community, the, um, that we are um, equal and we can, uh, like our perspectives and our our wishes count the same. Uh, very quick, I was uh, brought back to the reality that that was not the case. Um, I started advising and consulting in a lot of different projects where I realized, okay, a lot of money-driven uh, masculine energy was around us a lot of executive masculine energy which i back then didn't understood at all what it was i just understood something was there that i didn't really like something was there that i didn't really it didn't really felt that i was aligned with and uh, yeah went through that had a lot of experience uh, I, like as a woman in this industry it was back then anyways not easy but today the same it's not very easy uh, to be as a woman because I think two elements are playing in here. It's one element of like when it comes to when it comes to uh, business, it's very it's it's basically the concept is very male driven. Like it is always about execution, always about about scaling up leverage. Like it's it's never going back to yourself, to your center, to your core, to your body, and feel about it about like, okay, was that the reason why I started if I take different decisions? And I think that was the most, uh, one, or that was the most uh, important thing for me back then. Like we started something with a value. We started a project with values that we just later on forgot on our way. And, and then also talking about being like you know community driven everybody is equal we are decentralized and we are like you know borderless and all of that i just realized okay a lot of projects are just in this industry to just make money to just leverage to just create the next big facebook and you know like nothing of that 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 the mentality of um 
blockchain or block uh, yeah or 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 the, or the values of blockchain where were nothing of that really in the business and one thing that i realized very very often was like it was not even like the equality between different communities or different uh, you know let's say different countries or different backgrounds it was the equality was not even there when it came to male and female energies or men and women so in my past there was a lot of points in different projects where i was ending up saying like okay i can't stand for that anymore and then i left i was very drawn into them when they started talking about their great values at the beginning but then later on the values changed the more money came in and the values changed the more pressure came in and all of a sudden it was not decentralized anymore all of a sudden it was like oh we have to scale we have to scale we have to be better as the other ones we have to be this we have to be that mm. and i was i was i was really frustrated and one thing that and and, and i actually met uh, like i i got introduced to uh, feminine leadership actually last year the first time when i met funny uh, last year the first time and it was very funny because if i look back at my life every time stuff happened for a reason and Last year, I ended up with three other co-founders in a company where I just didn't feel safe anymore because it was very money-driven. I could feel in my intuition, and that was always something, that was my compass always through my career, that something was wrong. I couldn't point on it, but I, I knew that something was wrong. And I knew that something is not not going, it, it's it's not okay how, how it is. And that was, I think... That was the step that I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Like, I have to change something. I can't start another project with another male-dominated, uh, you know, co-founders or uh, male energy-dominated co-founders or even male co-founders, and then just like head into that and uh, yeah, and, and and basically lost my own way and stopped listening to my intuition because I feel something is wrong. But I'm like, oh, it doesn't matter. Just close your eyes and just like execute, execute, level, level. And um, that company ended up uh, them uh, basically, uh, yeah, <laughs> them basically pushing me out of the company by lying to me that they are closing down the company and then realizing, oh, that was not the case. They just closed the company for me. And uh, yeah, to, from today's perspective, I can just explain it in that way that they they might just got scared because I started calling them out of their bullshit. Because I think that happens with a lot of um, women or a lot of feminine uh, energy-driven women that if they feel something is not okay in their intuition, they can close their eyes, they can level up, but they will explode after a while. And then you explode and then you start really looking into like everything very closely. And then you ask them. And a lot of male-driven energies can't handle that because their egos are too big for that. And the easiest way for them is then just like, you know, oh, you, you leave, you know, or, or a, a, a feminine just says like, okay, I'm, I'm leaving. And everybody who knows me, I think I'm the, <laughs> I am the most far away from a feminine <laughs> energy in, in the sense of like, when you look at me, I'm, I'm, uh, if, if you see me the first time, I'm very, I'm, I, I come across as a very masculine uh, person. But even though that is the case, I still have the feminine intuition. I'm, I still am in the feminine power. 
I'm still am in the presence. And, and that is something that I, even if I'm a very masculine person, I, I have it in me, right? And this is, this was my compass in the past. This is today. And I hope, and, and, and when I met, met funny and got introduced to feminine leadership, because I always knew like there was something, but it was always kind of like, oh, is it on me that it didn't work again? Right. Because I was the one who was raising hands and saying like, something is wrong. You guys are doing wrong. Don't do this. Don't do that. But then when I met funny and got introduced to feminine leadership, I was like, no, it, it, it wasn't me. It was just my intuition telling me that it was wrong. So, and I think that this is needed more in Web3 because there are a lot of women, maybe not even just Web3, maybe in business, maybe in tech. I think there are a lot of women trying to fit into this masculine business box and they feel it, but they just close down. And I believe that's also the reason why so many female fellows are like, you know, just burned out because they can't execute all the time. It's not, we are not executors. That That is not our role. Our role is different, but the business world is so as created so in in the in the mask for masculine or for men that we come in, we fit, we try to fit in, and then we end up not feeling okay, and that goes down to our mental health, to our physical health, and everything. And I think why I'm here today, why I'm here with you guys, and why we created the Cora, I think, is because I just want to help this woman. I, I, it was for me very hard to live so many years with this feeling, and I just want to open eyes. And for me, it was an eye opener to get introduced to that, and I just want to introduce that to more women that are in this position and just don't understand what's going on. I hope that was long, that was a long answer, but I hope also I could answer. I, you got your answer out of that. Yes. Oh, thanks so much, Fatty. Um, yeah, I get really touched and uh, drawn into your story. And um, what gets awakened in me is um, all three of us come from a perspective of decentralized organizing like funny from your story and also from Fatih from your story and, and, and my background that is what I've explored a lot in both like academic studies and in, in practical settings and um, uh, you both have hinted that like oh the feminine um, leadership can have a benefit in these types of organizations and I think there's like a great paradox there because I mean, it's easy to talk about that, yeah, let's bring in some more of the feminine because it's going to be good for this cause or good for this way of organizing. But in my experience, it's like, then we're going to shut it down. Like, we have to awaken it for its own sake. Uh, it has to be like, yeah, I'm leaning into the feminine because that is my deepest longing. And from that perspective, I, I will contribute, but maybe not in a way that gets meshed, that like it's possible to measure which is also a difficulty because like this contribution can't be fit into this masculine frame of KPIs that we so usually have. And um, yeah, I'm curious to raise this topic to discussion and hear your perspectives on it. That to me, it awakens, you know, like um, I think most people can understand that, um, that our way of of organizing like organizing more decentralized is more and more in a in a sense mimicking nature like kind of you know it's it's you know we talk, you talk about like emergence and like following 
following rather than like um, command and control rather than like sense and respond, which is much more, uh, you know, like an ecosystem, how like things interact and uh, it's not designed, it, it, it emerges. Um, but that we're still so much in, in the decentralized paradigm, you know, all the, the books, you know, it's like it's looking at successful cases and then trying to predict how these successful cases have worked and then design uh, you know, mm-hmm. like practices or structures or DAOs or, you know, holacracy with its like one million rules for how to hold meetings, how you can exactly do the perfect decentralized self-organized way of working. And it's like, <laughs> wait a minute. Like, like it's, so, it's so hysterically funny if you look at you're, it. It's like, you're yeah. still in the mechanistic paradigm, yeah. like it's still the same. <laughs> and I think this is the thing, exactly what you're saying also that like, that's not how the feminine works and like I truly believe that like um you know that that each like more complex way of like working or relating is a more complex relationship between the feminine and the masculine so it's not that it's only the feminine that's in it's like it's a different kind of dance or collaboration between kind of the feminine that represents kind of the um, the the creativity, the energy, the the like inspiration, and the the masculine that represents like, the the direction and the and the execution and the manifestation, and and that like um, the more complex like the feedback loop between these two are are much much shorter. Um, uh, uh, so not it's not that I'm saying like it's only the feminine that it's needed. It's it's like a different collaboration, um, but that. Uh, yeah like w- w- with with the feminine we like she yeah maybe i'm just repeating what you already said also but like she like the feminine um is needed uh, to the feminine is like it's the gravitational field it's the attraction it's the life force it's what connects us to the inspiration it's you know it's what connects us what you were talking about it's like the values like why are we doing this like it's this feeling of like being drawn into something feeling that something feels authentic feeling that something feels true like when we're checking our integrity we're checking like is this aligned with what wants to come alive and what wants to come alive is this fem like that's the feminine energy that kind of represents that um or or one or that's a part of the feminine at least um and that that is letting go of control you know it 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 is like letting like being in service of what wants to come what wants to come alive so it's like we have to know or know and trust that if we do that if we do follow the feminine if we do then we will get the reward in in the sense of that we will become an attractor we we will get this gravitational field that we need at the center of this decentralized thing to you know attract customers to attract money to attract resources um but we can't we can't tell you know we can't demand uh you know that's you know like if if you're having if if, you know if you're gonna have a great party you can't demand people to have fun or demand people to like it or like you have to create the good party and then trust that people you know like it's 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 a completely different way of of leading um that just requires um uh yeah um yeah yeah i i see this um like clients within retail struggle with this a lot right now because they can't like 
they 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 find they have more difficulty going out and like buying transactions now because you don't have third party cookies in the same sense any longer and the internet is becoming more and more fragmented people are not no longer hanging out at like facebook they're hiding in like gatekept communities and and it's like the whole culture on the internet is becoming more subcultural uh and and in that way you have to you have to shift your logic in some sort of way and uh, and uh, um, yeah, and they're really struggling with this because it's a bit scary to let go of that control and like lean back and instead try to build your magnetism rather than when you can like try to at least control the amount of transactions you could buy through an advertising network. Um, yeah, that was like this kind of translated to a very practical setting. Um, oh, but I love it. It's great. It's a concrete example. Like this, like a really simple way of shading is like that where with the internet, with the blockchain, we're shifting from like a push based logic to a pull based logic. Uh, and this feminine energy is at the center of this pull. Yeah. Wow, I love that. Push based logic to pull based logic. Love mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Mm. Yes, I, I agree with you uh, on that. And I, I think that this shift is happening in us and the outside world need to catch up on that. And I think that that is something that they are really, really trying to not because they have to let go of the control and the control letting go of control is also such a masculine energy based uh, based uh, behavior, uh, I think. And um, I mean, me being in, in a lot of want to be decentralized i will call them want to be decentralized organizations but still seeing like this politics you know happening you can really like bring it back to even the person who is in charge of why that is happening because it is probably a a male or a female uh board member c level uh management uh person who is just not who's just used to have the control and just don't want to let it let it go and that is the reason why it just then pretty much goes down into every level of the organization uh down to the smallest employee basically or, or the, the lowest level employee in, in that sense that you know like even if you're working in a project somewhere further away from the management level even they they basically feel it and a lot of organizations that i was with were trying so hard and they always failed on this one point of like they were trying to push they were like trying to push all the time instead of like pulling pulling back even though they were like talking about decentralized values and so on and so on oh. yeah. That. Yeah. I, it like it brings up like two points for me i think one thing that uh I heard this recently I think it's so beautiful about like the ego or the masculine ego that like just like the point out that I don't think it's the ego that is the problem I think the ego is great you know like the masculine ego is like you know what what creates drive you know what like what creates things what like builds like I think it's so beautiful it's like you know it's created this macbook computer that I'm talking with you guys you know there's something but like that there's this concept of the super ego which is like this concept of I mean now we're getting a bit nerdy but like a concept of like you know that voice that is like criticizing yourself or others uh you know that is like um yeah but but I'm trying to say is like um 
I heard this man talking about like men's work. He's talking about it's not like men who have too big ego. It's men who have a brittle ego, you know, who like are really being hard on themselves or other or, you know, that just don't love themselves, mm. uh, basically. Uh, and then that comes out in toxic ways. Uh, mm. uh, so so, yeah. And, 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 and to bridge that into that, I think that like it, there's also so much um of like the masculine energy that is missing like like the yeah the masculine energy that is needed in web3 i also you know we, we were talking about this like the, the alive and awakened and powerful feminine and like the grounded and present um masculine and and this thing of like letting go of control i think is also um it's interesting you know, i've been writing some articles and i've and i talk about just to shortly explain like I talk when I when I started stepping into this more um, powerful life sourcing feminine I realized that men stepped back from this executing masculine um, into what I call like the holding masculine which is like when they feel my like power they like step back and like okay like hold space and become grounded and then can meet me and from there we can collaborate and create direction so that this execution actually is meaningful and still aligned with the values but if this like present holded direction creates masculine is missing then we end up with this executing mas masculine that doesn't have any direction and loses contact with the values um but what but i uh think that i want like point one is i've been writing these articles that, that the holding masculine leads to like let go and surrender and like all men that read that are like like, like really like surrender like they really don't like that word because to them it's like going out in war and then like fuck we lost i surrender you know like that's that's like for for feminine like oh yes surrender finally i can like relax oh yes like i can let go but for men that's that's and i actually don't think that what that is because um, I haven't found the right word for it but it's not for them to just like collapse and like it's it's for them to like um to step into service it's actually about like stepping in not surrendering in a sense but not stepping into your brittle self-hate or hate of others or you know or like letting that take over but stepping into being of service of what wants to be born and that's a really like strong masculine power thing of like really being there being present and like okay i'm here i'm listening i'm ready to create direction um and i think that's also something that's so much um, missing and that becomes this really toxic tension between the masculine and the feminine because the feminine gets we get so fed up with this then brittle toxic distorted executing masculine that we just want to like lessen that power and just say that like you guys just need to you know like stop doing but actually we need them to do more but from another place like if that kind of um, makes sense um yeah but that that's i don't know I'm, i've been thinking a lot about men men lately but but again like if if we women don't get the tools and the community and the sisterhood is maybe like a spiritual world but like the community among ourselves to um to find our power you know if, if all of us women in tech are just in there trying to trying to be good enough or you know trying to also be as good as ex in executing masculine as men and uh, then yeah we're running around lost in in that as well and then having these uh what you're these stomach aches about like fuck this is really not aligned with my values but to keep my job i have to be in this uh, masculine uh thing because that's the only alternative that somebody has, has shown to me then there's nothing for the masculine to to lean into or to be in service of because mm -hmm. there's no feminine energy there connected and, and guiding 
uh, you know, because the, the feminine is also so lost in this executing masculine. Mm. Mm. It's like the the feminine surrender is more like surrendering, letting go of control, and the masculine surrender is more like I'm surrendering to a call. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and then like I'm wondering practically what what do you both of you uh, think have worked for you to actually awaken this uh, feminine in you and be able to stand in it in in organizing and in leadership. Mm. I mean, I mean, I can I can maybe uh, give a little bit of uh, my experience since I know uh, feminine leadership. I think I'm the the one that is the youngest in the in the round <laughs> between us three. Um, I mean, to be honest, first time I heard about that, it felt, I felt drawn, but when I started it, I was like, mm, am I sure? Is that something that is, you know, that I feel, I feel the right, right way because I was so in this masculine box, if, uh, what I mentioned before. So, you know, it's also like, <laughs> the funny thing is like us women in business, like we, we come in and we want to compete with the masculine in the business who the box is created for so it's basically even before we start the race we already lose right <laughs> so it's kind of like it's it's very like long term or short term it is it is basically for our disadvantage because this is not built um built on us so i think that was the first realization that i had with feminine leadership i was like okay i am here i am trying to be better than them in a game that is built for them. If if that, like, let's say it very harsh. I know that a lot of people will not agree with me. They were like, what, like, you know, but um, this was at, at least my finding and my feeling uh, uh, back then. And when I say them, I'm not just calling, uh, like saying like men, also like women in their masculinity, like being very masculine, being there for so many years um, in tech and just like, you know, program themselves to be, not uh listening to their their feminine uh intuition and being in their body more just like being executing that was the first finding and that also explained for me basically why yeah why it didn't work in the past so what i did was i started exactly uh that what you said funny before i started not pleasing anymore because um you know i started not being the good girl anymore I started to be very high power, be from the beginning there saying like what I want, what are my values, why am I here and in which direction I want to go. And also like not call, not waiting for a while to not talk about like, oh, I don't feel okay with it. Like talk about it very immediately. Like, hey guys, we are losing our direction. Our values are these, remember? You know, like get, get, um, get them back uh, on on boat before they you know jump out and um basically swim for different direction for different uh, yeah different values that we didn't had at the beginning and <clears throat> sorry and um i started actually last year uh, uh a, a consultancy uh with two of my business partners which are uh both men uh haha funny right <laughs> had the bad experience coming here starting but what I love about them both and they they know that and I always tell them that also is like they let me be in my feminine uh, 
energy. And that is also the reason why, because I am in my feminine. I, I stand there. I do exactly what I said before. I am there. I'm like making very clear, very, I'm very transparent about that. I'm in my power, in my present. I'm not pleasing anybody. I'm telling how I, how I would like to have that. And it's always open conversations. It's always like this, this open way of seeing like, okay, and I'm not saying that that is the best way to do that because we also had our fallbacks. We also had our our situations where um, I think that um, toxic ego that you were talking about, uh, Fanny, came in that somebody. But I I think we have to also what, what we have to do is like just realize that that is the nature in this in this direction it can go. But what we have to do is like still be present and not like try to you know. Um, start like being against it because that that creates more uh, toxic energy and that creates more um more stress and then again be open and i said we had already our fallbacks and but we found again to the right direction because again we spoke about our values like what is like where we are why we are doing it what we are doing and not like from a pleasing place like oh my god now me as a feminine did something that was not okay. Oh, I have to say sorry. Like not like that happened in the past very often. Like you, you were in a in a let's say with four or with three other men sitting on the table, and you were the only one feeling that way. So you just didn't spoke about uh, speak about it, right? You were like, oh, okay, then let's just you know just shut up. So there is no nothing created, and I think that that brought me uh, brought me very far. I can I can definitely see that in my today's life uh, also like I think people can feel it like as um, when you come in in your presence then it's it's very natural for masculine energies to take this uh, space of like when you're creative the the, the space holding uh, place when they are in their execution you will be in your like as a feminine in your you know the the space uh, holder uh, to to just let that let that happen and also and and I can see that because I have a lot of different um opportunities knocking on the on the door saying like hey we need we need this feminine in us because they're also realizing like they can't be so creative and especially in web3 you have to be creative when it when it's an, about the new innovation you have to be open-minded and be very go very broad and as it is for masculine energy, it's always about execution. So when Web3 realizes we can't build the next, you know, the next Facebook or Amazon, you know, then then I think that the door opens for like, okay, we have to change. Like we have to, like we have to do something different than we did before. Because if we don't change it, because the paradigm shift is happening with the new uh, generations coming, uh, coming uh, more and more. And... Uh, these big corporates are also realizing it's not the way of work anymore. So they have to. And I think that is a good place to bring feminine into Web3 because the paradigm shift is happening. So this could be a, not saying a solution, but a way that we can um, start going after. I love how you like phrase that uh, paradox there that 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 like it really is the solution going forward uh and that it's about not pleasing uh like how um yeah uh, like to believe those two th two things at the same time 
uh, that like this is really what is is needed and I'm not doing it for the thing you know like um because I think this is the big shift for women or for the feminine to um you know it's like mother nature won't give us anything because we demand her to or because it'll make us look good it's because she wants to uh, and the feminine only gives when she wants to or when yeah when, when, uh, yeah yeah and this this to me that's also been such a central theme that i hear you saying fati uh of like being in my truth uh like being true to myself and to me to be able to be true it's been so important to get back into my body and it's also been so helpful to get back into my pleasure like to get back into like what am i longing for what you know even like what turns me on like what does i desire like bring in this element of 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 uh, dancing with life and uh it's you know it's the polar opposite me as like a super empath highly sensitive person always knowing what's happening in the room and like i know we share that um fati of like that's to me like that shift of like how can i be of service in this room which is beautiful and i'm really great at that but it when i when i keep being in that it burns me out so that shift from like how can this room serve me you know like to me that's such a, a radical uh, and, and with this like uh, playful flirty not not like how can this room serve me it's more like hmm, how can i can i find pleasure in this room with this uh, with these people you know Oh. Oh, yeah that really resonates with me too um and and feels similar to my experience of like having been very much in in terms of personal development like being very mindy and having like reflected a lot on how can I how shall I develop myself how can I be better what are my values what are like and and from a very mental place and um which has which has like not helped me in preventing me from burnout and uh, um and from that place I've been like okay so what I don't want to be in this kind of energy but what is the what is the other option what is the alternative and then finding this way of like tapping into my pleasure and my body and my longing that was like aha this is a new power source. This is like the renewable energy place. This is this is something that can actually drive me, but in a sustainable way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Guys, I think we're um, we're reaching our time limits here, and uh, it's been really, really great speaking to you. It was awesome. Thank you so much. I, I think we can talk hours about that, right? Yes. <laughs> so actually, it's good that yeah. also, like, hey, we are leech- reaching our time. <laughs> Guys, come on. <laughs> ah, great. I'm wondering if you have any any last words or um, anything you want to say before we end. I think for me, just, yeah, what, what comes up in me is like, if this if any of this resonates with you like please like come like join us like this because I think maybe that's the last thing like um, speaking about what has helped me the most is to me it's being around other women who also want to explore the feminine together and who also you know share that sense that you were saying Fatih like I I also walked around my whole life and thought that that was that I was the problem 
uh, you know, there was something wrong with me and then realizing like, oh, there is a feminine way of being in the business world. And it's just so nourishing and fun. And so like, there's so much power in meeting for me, meeting you, the two of you and, and, um, and Favi, um, but also all the other women. So like, please, please, um, uh, join us and and concretely we have uh, the Cora Pulse every other Wednesday uh, between eight and nine. Uh, you can find the info on on our website. Um, uh, yeah, where we where we uh, just spend an hour practicing going into the feminine uh, together um, to 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 fill us up. So yeah, I think that's that's the last thing I want to say that like I'm really really longing to explore this with more women uh, in tech in web three and also with more more people who want to be in the masculine uh to to experience that polarity with so uh, yeah an invitation is what i would like to end with awesome awesome yeah and from my side i think uh i want to end up with um with the word which would be dare i think more women out there needs to dare to try to be themselves that is something that I didn't do for a very long time and I was not happy and I think that that needs to happen it's us who can bring the change in this paradigm shift and if we don't I think if we don't take our position we will also not make the masculine energy take their position um, not putting it completely on us obviously but <laughs> because that happens very easy right but I think we have to just dare to do that we have to dare to be ourselves and stop pleasing and yeah, I can all, yeah. And and uh, just echo uh, funny what you said. We have uh, every second Wednesday from eight to nine, our, the Cora Pulse. And please join us. And uh, I had so much out of it meeting you two and Fabi. Uh, I can't even imagine how it would be when more people join us. I, I, I think that it would be so powerful. And uh, one thing that I think uh, I really want to, that feels true to me and I really want to keep. It's like, don't see that as like, oh, somebody sitting there telling me how to live my life. We are in our journey. We are exploring it right now as well. So the more I think we have women joining us, getting together, the more we, I think, understand and uh, the more this, what we have here can evolve. And yeah, yeah. that's what I want to end with. All right. Thank you so much. So to repeat, uh, we're from The Cora and you can find us at thecora.xyz. And it's the three of us and also another woman who couldn't be here today, uh, Fabiana Vangelius von Heine. And uh, yeah, you can find us through our website or on LinkedIn. We're also there. And we're really looking forward to meeting you and exploring this with you. Great. Thank you so much, Osa. Thank you, Osa. Bye.